put the key in the car, turn the ignition, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. on? Yeah, seems to be working. Careful, though, I got it from a museum. Going old school? Yeah, most electronics were knocked out by EMP blasts. But this baby was completely disassembled, so it made it out. Anyway, ready to tell your story? I am. So you said your name is Chanel Bukowski? Yes, that's correct. Any relation to the medical science magnet Merrick Bukowski? Yes, he's my uncle. I work in one of his research labs, actually. Now that's interesting. Were you in the lab the day they came? Yes. We had received a report that there was an issue with the stabilization of the proteins in our newest vaccine batch. I don't understand why these destabilized. We've been producing the vaccine for months, and I don't see any external intrusions. Hand me the latest sample in a needle. I'd like to see how this holds up in animal tissue. Of course. Have you checked to make sure the saline-to-protein ratio is still correct? Yes, hours ago. What the? The needle flew out of my hand as soon as I got close. It's like the serum is... Magnetized. Are you ready to begin the interview process? Well, that's why I'm here, so... Yes, of course. I was asking as a courtesy. Could you please state your name for the record? Dusk Garcia. That's an interesting name. My parents were hippie adjacent, or as I like to put it, hippie when it suits them. Were? Uh, yeah. They didn't make it. I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's whatever. Hakuna Matata and all that crap. Are we going to get on with the interview? All right, then. Uh, What were you doing the day of April 1st, 2021? I was at work. I'm a middle school PE teacher. Not permanently, mind you. I've got a tech startup I'm working on. Really top-secret intellectual property. I'm just not ready to commit full-time, you feel me? Hurry up, slackers! Anyone clocks a mile over ten minutes and you all have to run it again. Go on, move it! I should take this. No cheating! I'll be watching you, runts. Yeah, this is Dusk. Mr. Garcia? Kid, can't you say I'm on the phone? But, Mr. Garcia! Hey, Bill, I'm going to have to get back to you later. Ready to get started? Yes, of course. I'm assuming you'd like my name and occupation? Yes, that would be great. My name is Kiki Evans. I'm a firefighter paramedic. How did you get into that? I became a firefighter straight out of high school. Did the job for about three years, then decided I really wanted to help the burn victims more. Got my certification and haven't looked back. There's nothing like the rush of being a paramedic with the station. We're always the first ones on the scene. 
And on April 1st, 2021, what was the call you were riding along for? Some sort of plane had crashed outside the middle school. At least that's what the teacher on the phone said. Station 32 is in transit. Do we know the status on the injuries in the area? Over. One Caucasian male, age 13, and one Hispanic male, age 12, show signs of possible second-degree burns. No information on the status of the aircraft's passengers. Fire is spreading rapidly and needs to be contained. Over. You hear that, Evans? Sounds like you get to earn your keep today. Very funny, Clarkson. Listen up, everybody. Vehicle crash, so it's a gas fire. Flame retardants, no water. Keep a tight rotation on the men at the front. Evans, start treating the miners until the ambulance gets here. And be prepared in case we can recover anyone from the aircraft. Got it, Chief. Who's in charge of the kids here? That'd be me. The boys are over by the shed in the shade. Come with me. So, how does a good teacher let his students get injured by a flaming aircraft? Are you ready to be interviewed? No. No? I believe that you were a part of the disaster as well. Yes, I was. It may be important to interview you, a reporter's view of the disaster. And who would interview me? I could, if you'd like. Then you could continue with your interview. I think it's a shame you won't get to speak. Okay, you have a point. Ask me what my name is and what I was doing on April 1st, 2021, into the mic. What is your name and what were you doing on April 1st, 2021? My name is Melinda Andino and I was out jogging just past the Bukowski lab. This year has been full of unrest and a literal pandemic, so I got out whenever I could to clear my head and get the gossip on the latest news. Yeah, Glenn, I've got you. You sure it isn't a prank, though? Nah, Linda. I'm telling you there's a giant crater down on board. You gotta check it out. So, being a reporter, I did, of course. And that's when you first saw... them? Yeah. Right at the very start of it all. This is really something. I'm going to need a camera crew, Glenn. Glenn? Can you hear me? Weird, my phone is on the fritz. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm gonna need you to evacuate the area. I'm press. Here's my badge. <sighs> Fine. You can stay, but I need you 50 feet from the fire, and you can't interfere with my men doing their jobs. Of course. Chief, we got a problem. We got the first kid loaded in the ambulance. Mom is waiting in the hospital, but the ambulance driver says his vehicle won't turn over. We can't transport the kids in our truck. How long did they say it'll take to get a replacement? Well, that's the thing. Every time they try to send an ambulance over, it conks out before it gets here. Well, we can't transport the kid in the truck. Evans, over here now! Yes, Chief? Is there any possible way to get the kids safely down to the hospital without using an ambulance? With their burns, I'd really prefer not to jostle them around. Their skin is super delicate right now. Okay, then. You keep an eye on this kid and work on the other one. I'll send a man out to check on school vans. Maybe they'll have something we could use. Sir, can I interview you? Can't you see I'm watching my students? No, it looks like you're playing a game on your phone. 
Well, I'm not. Stupid thing won't work, and I'm expecting a call. So you won't consent to be interviewed? Your statement will be on the evening news. The news, you say? Well, okay then. I guess I can say something. Okay, looks like my recording app is still working. Can I have your name for the broadcast later? It's Dusk Garcia. Okay then, got that written down. Hello, sir. My name is Melinda Andino with Channel 5 News. I understand that you were here when the fire behind us started? Yes, yes I was. I was brokering a very important business deal on the phone for a revolutionary invention. Dusk Garcia, remember the name. When there was this comet or something streaking through the sky, I, of course heroically ran over to the crash site to investigate. I'm sorry, you said you're an inventor? Why were you at the middle school? Oh yeah, I watched the Rugrats too. P.E. teacher. Anyway, I ran over and there was this giant ship covered in flames. It was beeping and booping like some awful 50s sci-fi movie. I would have looked longer, but a couple of my kiddos had gotten burnt. So I hoisted them up fireman style and I carried them to safety before the whole thing had a chance to explode. Very heroic, Mr. Garcia. It's all in a day's work for Dusk the Hero Garcia. It looks like your airways are open, so I'm just going to put this tube in your nose to give you a little extra oxygen, okay? You're a brave little dude. Yeah, I walked out of the fire all by myself. Your teacher didn't help you? No, he was trying to get his phone to take pictures before the fire scared him. But I got out no problem. Okay, now take a deep breath in through your nose. You might feel a bit dizzy at first, but that should pass. I bet it's aliens. Aliens, huh? Well, that would be crazy. I'm going to grab a blanket for you and then... What do the sirens mean? I don't know. They're only supposed to go off in cases of nuclear attack. Nuclear, nuclear protocol activated. Lockdown commencing in T minus 15 minutes. Isn't that just the icing on the cake of this crappy year? Okay, I need you to package up those samples in the hazardous materials lockbox. Return all of our equipment to their proper places and get to the shelter in 15 minutes. It is crucial that you're down there by that time because the doors will automatically lock and not open for 24 hours. And what are you going to do? Merrick is in Ontario right now, so I have to make sure the orders have been sent to the factory to shut down. I'll be there soon. T minus 14 minutes. Hurry. The blast was... <sighs> so strong, it nearly knocked me off my feet. I tried to shield the boy, but I was too late to be much help. I never felt anything like it before. I grew up in L.A. and we get ton of earthquakes, but this was different. It was like, well, in an earthquake, the earth kind of ripples, but it's still there, you know? This was like the static you feel when you rub a balloon against your hair, but like the earth was the hair, and you were like lice trying to hang on to the scalp. I didn't actually notice the blast. My uncle is a bit paranoid about natural disasters, so our lab is super secure. Our system interpreted the blast as a nuclear attack. I guess even Merrick didn't plan for EMPs. And then they came out of the ships, and I knew nothing would ever be the same. Holy 
shiitake mushrooms! What? This is a middle school. I'm not gonna swear. What is that? This is Melinda Andino on site, still reporting on the fire at Robertson Middle. There are now giant, impossible creatures coming out of the unidentified aircraft, similar in shape to some sort of octopus. I'll update with more info when it is available. I'm gonna have to upload this manually later. What a pain. Hopefully I can get a good picture out of them. How are you so calm? I'm a reporter, so I can just think of the nice bonus I can lobby for at the end of the year, and it makes me feel warm inside. Really? No. I'm going to get a closer look. I'll come with you. This isn't making it on TV. Also, you've got a bleeder in case you haven't noticed. What do you... Oh, crap. Dave, a nosebleed. Again? How close did you get to the vehicle? Really, really close. Okay, ship white. I'm about 30 feet wide by 20 feet, I think. Gosh, I wish I was better at math. Beasts are slimy. No, that's not quite right. Uh, luminous, with a variable number of tentacles and a beak, two eyes. Okay, so more squid than octopus. That! Oh, definitely hostile, although somewhat immobile. I think their bodies are compressed. That might be it. This writing is so sciencey. I'm gonna have to jazz this up. That tentacle came even closer to hitting me. I am not paid enough for this. The three kids are loaded up in the teacher's van. It's super old, but seems to be working. Three kids? Yes. Two burn victims and a nosebleed. We, we're sending a nosebleed to the hospital? Well, he also fainted. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, Evans, ride along with the teacher to the hospital and keep the kids stable since we don't have any paramedics. Any questions? No. Actually, yes. Should we be concerned about her? Who? The woman being nearly crushed by the tentacles of those giant... things. <sighs> it's that reporter. I knew she'd be an issue. Oh, okay, Clarkson. Go grab her while I call about those... monsters. Ma'am, I'm going to have to have you vacate the area. One moment, please. I'm just trying to get a picture. Ma'am? Either my camera is malfunctioning or these things are vampires. Let go of me! I have a right to my story! Excuse me for saving you. Now you have to leave. Your access to the site has been revoked. That's just perfect. Shut down production. Shut it down and get into your bunker. Why is the emergency radio? Far away! Lockdown commencing in T-minus two minutes. I'm not gonna make it back, am I? No. Stop it. I can do this. Here's the radio. This is Chanel Bukowski. Shut down production immediately and commence all lockdown procedures. Emergency authorization code Alpha Gamma 3 Beta. Lockdown procedures have commenced. Maybe, if I cut through the break room, I can make it. T-minus one minute until lockdown commences. Doors locking in T-minus 30 seconds. There's chairs knocked over everywhere! 
This is not orderly lockdown procedure, people. We walk calmly to our exit. T-minus 30 seconds until lockdown commences. I can see the door from here. I'm going to make it. Lock the door! Stick a tear under it, please! I'm coming! I'm coming! Lockdown commenced. Let me in! Let me in! Thanks for lending us your van to take the boys to the hospital. All in the line of duty, ma'am. All in the line of duty. Get your feet off the dash. You're driving. It's a red light, little Miss Spitfire. Loosen up. Well, it's about to be green, so put your feet down. Any minute now. Counting the seconds until you can get away from me? No. Just worried about my patience. Television broadcasting appears to be down, so we've paired with our partner radio station, KAON, to bring you this breaking news. Crap, there goes my publicity. Shh! The fire at the middle school turned out to be caused by some sort of unidentified flying object piloted by what may only be assumed to be extraterrestrials. I wonder if Merrick will miss me, or if I'm just another lab rat. Funny little lab rat died in a nuclear explosion. Let's examine her to see what happens to a rat's body when exposed to radiation. Blast felt by many onlookers spread in a 100-mile radius, affecting some of the largest cities in the SoCal region. This EMP blast... EMP? ...appears to be some sort of biological defense mechanism put out by the aliens. It's aliens. I'm safe! It's just aliens! That's how you reacted to news of aliens? Well, I thought it was a nuclear attack, so yes, aliens meant life. Well, at least I believe so. I believe this is sometime around when you came into the story. Could you please state your name and occupation for the record? My name is Dr. Calvin Lee. I have a PhD in linguistics from UC Santa Barbara, which is a fancy way of saying I know how languages work. In addition to a general understanding of languages, I'm fluent in English, Spanish, Korean, and Cantonese. I currently work as a government translator while I'm applying to open professor positions. There isn't a high demand for uh, professors in linguistics. Uh, so you came into contact with aliens the day after they landed, correct? That was your first experience with them? Yes, I received a most unusual assignment to attempt to determine if the aliens had a language, and if they did, decipher it. Aliens? <laughs> you have to be pulling my leg. Yes, the ones that crash-landed at the elementary school. It caused all the electronics in the area to go out. Where have you been? Yesterday was my day off. I was reading Don Quixote in the original Spanish to determine which English translation was most true to form. Fascinating. Anyway, we're sending you in in the hopes that you'll be able to start reverse engineering their language, whatever it happens to be. So, will I have to get close to them? Or is there a containment screen? Just a hazmat suit. Up close and personal with extraterrestrials. Won't mother be proud. You nervous and all? Huh? Well, with all the aliens and all. Those things give me the heebie-jeebies. Well, I'm certainly not... Dr. Lee can't comment on the alien situation. This is awfully rough terrain. Where are the aliens again? 
Oh, they're helping me go the long way. People get nervous seeing the government come in, guns blazing. Yeah, the things just slunk into the ghetto all about school and some of the abandoned houses. Took them all day, though. They really don't like our gravity. We would appreciate it if you would keep your opinions to yourself. We hired you to drive, not extrapolate. Uh, sir, yes, sir. It was ironic. The whole situation, uh, that is. How so? I was going to be the very first researcher to communicate with an alien. Most of my colleagues would give anything for that chance, but me? I never really had any real interest in aliens. Yet, there I was, bundled up in my hazmat suit, looking up at one very angry space octopus. Field log, entry one. After listening to and observing the creatures for a number of hours, I can only conclude that their language is not verbal. They do produce an aspirative hooting sound. However, it produces no reaction in their cohorts, either vocally or physically. I believe it is more a function of breathing induced by our gravity. I'll be quiet now so that the sound may be recorded. Field log entry two. The lack of meaning to the vocalizations leaves two possibilities. The aliens use solely nonverbal communication and gravity is making it impossible for them to do so. Or the aliens have a telepathic communication style, a sort of hive mind that allows them to communicate without alerting whatever predators or prey they have in their natural habitat. I suspect the latter, but I have no proof. Field log entry three. I grow further convinced that the aliens have no language that will be discernible to human beings. This leaves me with an ethical dilemma. My superiors are putting extreme pressure on me to open communication with the aliens, despite my protestations to the negative. My job is in danger. So do I stick with the principles of my field, or do I attempt to assign meeting where I know there is none? Field log entry four. I've determined that other than the EMP blasts, which seem to be mostly at random, the aliens are no danger to us. It'll be harmless to convince my supervisors they come in peace. There's no need for further destruction of life. It's been over 24 hours. I've been foraging in the kitchens for food like a rat. You'd laugh, Merrick. Of course I'm talking to you like you're here. Or I'm dead. Which is worse. I guess a second EMP blast fried the doors. Any moment now, they'll start banging in there, asking to be let out. It's agonizing listening to them screaming. It'll be worse when it stops. Chanel? Chanel, are you still out there? Don't ignore me. Chanel, please. Chanel! But the internal circuitry of these doors are impossible to circumvent. They're sealing my colleagues in their own mass grave. I know you can hear me. Maybe if they tried to stop the door for me, I'd feel bad about hot-wiring the front door open. Or maybe, as a scientist, I've always been too pragmatic to care. Someone has to escape who knows the formulation of the vaccine. Someone has to save millions. So why can't it be me? 
Thank you for listening to Monday Matinee right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Tuesday Terrors for Horror, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for Action, Adventure, Mystery, and Crime Drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.